11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. Are you ready to blast off this planet with us tonight? Tonight on our radio show, we have a jam-packed show for you, so get ready. First of all, we're going to talk about Donald Trump, of course, and the fact that did he learn anything from being impeached from the House of Representatives? He was never acquitted. Don't fall for that sham of a lie. And we're going to talk to our constitutional lawyer, Find out where all that really stands. Also, we have our fitness expert, Tim McCunsby, and he is going to be uh, responding to emails that were sent to him by some uh, really uh, interesting questions by some of our listeners, but they were, they're really good for you, and I really think you might learn something from that. Also, we have our entertainment watch. Uh, here's a hint. It'll be about Madonna, and we have our song pick of the week. So... Are you ready to get this show started tonight? Have you been waiting to hear this show just all week long? Well, let's get after it. No, that's Chris Como. This is not Fox News Sunday. We're not going to do that. So how about we just do this? This is all you need to know radio, and you, you get ready for it, because there's nothing on the air like it. This is all you need to know radio, and it starts right now. Talk about it. Like to hear it? Here you go. Freedom
has a house in Dallas. Dallas has their own share and she is fabulous. We have a new segment coming up in the next coming weeks. So stay tuned to All You Need to Know Radio on all our social media. Make sure you go and follow her on her social media also. We're going to be talking to her about have you know having to come up. Uh, she's been in this industry and one of the very best. And trust me when I say one of the best entertainers, period. So we want to bring that to you live, and it will be in the coming weeks. But listen to me closely. 
She is locally here in Dallas, and we will be posting any venues that she will be at. And I highly recommend that you go and you listen to her live. Go and watch her show. She's an amazing entertainer. So we cannot wait to have Dallas's own share out here on our show. So get, get ready. It's going to be fun. Are you ready for her, Dallas? Coming soon, All You Need to Know Radio, we're going to have Dallas's own share on, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you have to make sure that you join us, because it is just going to be incredible, and um, it's, it's just going to be so much fun. So get ready. It's coming. Now, guys, just start. Everybody wants Cher here in Dallas, and All You Need to Know Radio exclusively has her. Stay tuned for the airtime for the show. It's going to be live, and she may take your phone calls. Get ready, Dallas. Are you ready for it? I don't think you are. It's going to be fun. Now back to the show. All right, guys. So I'm so excited about this, and Cher has no idea she is performing right now, and whether she is able to call in and listen to what we're doing, I'm not sure. But Cher and I had a um, – we met at of, of all places a couple of days ago at Boston Market, and we simultaneously went live on um, – we simultaneously went live on Instagram and on her Facebook page. And I think like a 1,000 people total watched it. Now, we promoted this at no time except for the time of the night before where we really fucked it up. I mean, the sound quality was awful. That's why I'm counting on you guys. This is new for us to the way we're doing this. But Cher does not know I'm doing this. But while she's on stage performing, I'm going to give you about a three-minute sneak peek of the interview we did. Everybody, this is All You Need to Know Radio's entertainment segment with one of the most incredible entertainers to her heart. Wayne Smith is Dallas's own share. Take a listen. The promotion that we just did the other day, because it's really cool. And uh, what we're going to do is have uh, her explain her career uh, what she would, if she would have any uh, advice for anybody else. But also, we have a very big announcement that no one knows about her, and I'll let you tell you that. So let's ask some questions. Uh, Wayne recently, Wayne Chair, recently went to Vegas. Not recently. It's been over a year now. It's been a year. You're way in the past, honey. I know, but I don't. I'm still sleeping from the three days ago. 
But, uh, but I don't look it, do I? You know? No, you look fine. Um, all because of her. So um, tell everybody when you went to Vegas. I mean, because the video that I saw was incredible. Wayne was actually treated like Cher, literally. I mean, she got this star treatment. Let her tell you. It was really, you want to go back further than this. The first time I ever actually met Cher was in Vegas. My brother, who's no longer with me anymore, he passed away with skin cancer, but he did costuming for me. And we decided it would be a great idea to take Cher a costume. So we had this thing hand-beaded by the same people that did Bob Mackie stuff and took her a gift. Just out of the blue, just, just two random gay guys from Texas. And we got to present this to her. She was wonderfully nice. She was so sweet. Signed a huge picture of the sketch that I did for her. Did all my love, Cher. That was the first time I ever met her it was in Vegas. And so then fast forward to this trip that I went on with, with James, James Bryant. You all know him from Facebook, Instagram. If you don't know him, go to Vegas or go to anywhere where there's gambling. You'll see James at a slot machine winning usually. So Kimberly James, says, honey, he was in Dallas too. James got me to go to, um, to Vegas with him. He treated me to the whole thing. We had a great hotel suite wonderful time and all of a sudden he said we're going to really make this special we're in the second row of share first row is handicapped so they're supposedly not going to be standing up you'll be able to show see you we got tickets everything was planned day before the show he hires two guys to pretend to be bodyguards dressed in all black and then one was from chippendales and one was from the uh, divas live show with frank marino at the time it's not there anymore but so they came with us, and when we got out of the limousine, people really believed it was Cher. They were screaming, hollering, everything. It was amazing. Then we went up to the slot machine, the Cher slot machine, this girl was playing. I just stood there for a minute, and she just caught me in the corner of her eye, and she screamed bloody murder. She thought the Cher was watching her gamble. But it was really, really a fun time, and it really was amazing to see the, the belief of people. Because when they're at a show like this, they kind of dis- they, they kind of put the, all disbelief aside and believe that Cher might be right next to him or something. So it's kind of neat to, that I get to do that with people. Hi. Really <laughs> incredible, incredible trip. Yeah, it, it actually... All right, guys, so that's just a sneak peek of our interview um, that I did with uh, Wayne Smith, Dallas's own Cher. And we were at, believe it or not, we were at Boston Market. And the interview just gets funnier and funnier from there. She's actually writing a book. You'll get to hear a lot about that. But the breaking news is she is going to become part of the team at All You Need to Know Radio. So she will be on every single week. So thank you so much, Wayne. We.
think I found my dream car. It turns out they want me to start next month. She can stay with you to finish your senior year? Of course she can. <laughs> hey, wanna drive? Really? Do you think we can do this, Rob? Things will be tight, but we can make this work. That's great. Here we go. Now. Wait, Grandpa, what about your dream car? This is my dream now. <laughs> Principal, we can help you plan for that. At the end of season six, Ruzek ended up in prison. The wannabe mayor, Brian Kelton. He's found dead, and it certainly looks as though Voight did it. The last season ended with a bang. Natalie? Last season ended where we were all in the mattress fire. We've got people alive in here. we got to get them out. Evacuate now. This season, we actually start the season premiere like we never have before. Connor, I respect you. Saved a lot of lives around here. So gotta make sure you didn't take one. We're gonna start with we're all in danger and get to see who survived and who didn't survive. I'm not leaving you! The new season picks up 10 minutes after the finale. Earlier today, Voight said he was going to see Kelvin to do what needs to be done. Watch yourself. You don't want to say something you can't walk back. Our fans know that Wednesday night is their night for TV. It's like a three-hour Chicago movie every week. I just feel like every season the writing just keeps getting richer and the stories keep getting better. And I think the fans expect that from us, and we're going to give them exactly what they want. We're going to continue to dig deep and make the most authentic Chicago story. Honesty, integrity, bravery on the streets of Chicago every single day. It's really incredible. Wednesday night is one to watch. about your law firm, my friend. Sure, yeah. So, um, my name is Almost Lawrence. I'm an attorney. I practice law with a partner named Hunter Nunn, and we do civil litigation. Um, we are specialists in personal injury, as well as real estate and real property, landlord-tenant. If you get sued or you need to sue someone for money, I can probably help you. We also do business formations and can help you with custom contracts. Your little intro there, I kind of feel like saying, hi, Almost, after you say, hi, I'm Almost Warwich. <laughs> like, call and response. Yeah, like a well, Mr. Rogers the, almost. The is, I'm not quite the whole thing. Right, right. Yeah, give everybody your telephone number out there if they want to reach you. 972-863-9592, 972-863-9592, warrantnone.com. 
Absolutely, guys. And I'm so excited and so proud of all of our listeners because I think we've added like five to 600 people to your Instagram accounts. So you guys keep going to War With Your Nun. And, you know, every once in a while you could drop them a comment letting them know how you heard about us because we want them to know how much we appreciate them taking their time. These guys are busy attorneys. I mean, back-to-back account, uh, back-to-back cases. I mean, I can barely get almost on the phone during the day without being said, I can't talk right now, but I'll call you later. (laughs) But that's okay. I mean, I have so much respect for you because, you know, it just shows me, you know, I'm with a winner, and that's that's what I really enjoy. Well, we we work hard, but we also really care about justice and the law, and so it's a pleasure to come on your radio show and talk about um, the political issues affecting our nation. Everybody and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and we, of course, have our amazing best in justice, Almost Warrench. Almost give the telephone. How are you doing, John? Firm, Thanks please. for having me on. Absolutely, my friend. I'm doing great. Uh, we have some really exciting things coming up that I'll talk to you in private about because I know how busy you are, so I try not to bother you as much as I can. Uh, were you able to get a copy of what we're talking about on the show today? Yeah, I have it. Thank you, sir. Okay. So um, everybody, that, so you know about Amos, he is a constitutional lawyer. He is an incredible litigator. Um, he's somebody – he and I laugh about this, but I like to laugh. I like to represent myself in federal court, district court small claims court when you come after me you better be ready and better not better not think that because i'm not an attorney and underestimate me because i have not lost the case that being said (laughs) almost is the best and uh so let's talk about oh my god if we could just find something else to talk about (laughs) you know because he just dominates the airways and it's sad but Impeached forever, Donald John Trump. Do you think he le- do you think he learned anything from his impeachment? Almost. Yes, I think he learned that he uh, is not going to be checked by the GOP senators and can get away with whatever he wants. Murder, even. I really well, believe that. I'm not going to charge, really him. Not gonna charge him with murder, but I hear what you're saying, sir. Well, what about him setting up the uh, journalist that got decapitated, his body was burned and cut up? Don't you think Trump had something to do with that? 
I think that Kushner likely had something to do with that, and um, I think that the actual order probably came from the Saudi government. So I don't want to lay it at the hands of Donald John Trump, but um, I think that his corruption and shady dealings, especially Mr. Kushner's shady dealings with the Saudis as it relates to his real estate investments, had something to do with why Jamal Khashoggi was murdered. Um, so you, you know, you, you, uh, it's, it's, it's not a direct on line, but elaborate okay. on, this, on that a little bit. Yes, sir. So. Um, Jared Kushner, and I swear you can't make this stuff up, um, has a real estate, a piece of real estate called 666 Fifth Avenue in New York City. And um, it is a very fancy, expensive piece of real estate. It's a um, skyscraper in Manhattan. And um, it is a distressed piece of real estate to get the kinds of rents it would need. He bought it for too much money. Mr. Kushner and his family trust likely spent too much money on that very expensive piece of real estate. And um, when he was unable to command the kinds of rents that he needed or he make the kinds of sales Russia for condos for that loan. he needed. He went to Russia for well, a loan. Well, he went all over the world for a loan, sir. Um, and, you know, there it's been poorly um, sourced because he's been very reluctant to be forthcoming about the nature of his family finances. Um, and keep in mind, Charlie Kushner, Jared Kushner's father, was um, guilty of and spent several years in prison related for financial fraud. Um, so I understand that Mr. Kushner is – reluctant to provide highly detailed um, personal finances in a public forum, but then maybe he shouldn't have uh, married the president's daughter. I mean, or taken well, a let White me House tell you, let me make a I'm sorry, let me I'm make getting a off prediction. track, but... That's okay. Let me make ahead. a prediction. Donald Trump should sure. pardon his father. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm serious. His father's That's sentence is happen. over and has... It, it would not be oh, a pardon. It would be a commutation, but um, okay. the, you know, his I wouldn't be shocked if that happened because I think that what he, what happened today where he pardoned Milliken and Blagojevich and um, I forgot the guy's name, the guy who used to own the 49ers and a bunch of other millionaire criminals. Um, the ones that were caught in this uh, massage trip, Taylor, Taylor or whatever that was? No, I don't think uh, Robert Kraft was on the list today. No, sir. But um, okay. the, the, it was the guy who used to own the 49ers. Um, I could look it up. Um you can tell I'm not a sports guy, right? <laughs> I'm not really either. I just I do follow the news. Um, yeah, so it was – oh, Bernie Carrick, the former police uh, commissioner of New York City, um, was also – and uh, Edward DiBartolo Jr., the former San Francisco 49ers owner who was convicted on a gambling fraud scandal. Um so uh, the, his sentence was pardoned today by President Trump, and in my opinion, the reason why President Trump is pardoning these corrupt individuals is multifaceted, but the first and most obvious reason is because it's clear that the Senate will let him get away with anything, and the second reason, in my opinion, is because it appears to me like he is preparing – the general public and the populace for his pardons of um, 
potential pardons, and I'm not certain, but I think in the next month or so we're likely to see pardons of um, Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, and Michael Flynn, as well as potentially others like Carter Page and George Papadopoulos. Um, and you know there's nothing Tarmac- wrong with pardons, right? All presidents pardon people, and nobody That's is correct. ever happy about who gets pardoned. But Donald That's Trump, correct. of it course, is legally there, – there is no question that under the terms of the Constitution, the president is allowed to pardon whoever he wants. Um, I think – and it's been used – it's been controversial in the past, as you've identified. I mean President Clinton's pardon of Mark Rich was very confident, um, uh, controversial. Um Obama. Uh, name? <laughs> yes. Well, o- Obama made several bad pardons, or I call them bad pardons, but controversial pardons. Um, and then obviously Ford pardoning Nixon was controversial. Um, but it's never – we've never had a president with so many people besides maybe Nixon. But I, I think even Nixon is outclassed right. by the corruption of the Trump administration. We've he, never exactly. had a president – have. He is so outmatched by the president. Richard Nixon right. makes Donald Trump look like – I don't know. Yeah. Help me with the analogy. Watergate is nothing I, in comparison with um, uh, being blackmailed by Russia. And um, you know, we have the president's campaign finance the, – the president's campaign manager is literally in federal prison right now. That's Paul Manafort, and he's pretty likely oh, but, to get part of oh, But he was – oh, my god. He was treated so unfairly. Me and my family, as I've been president of this great country, and all the things I've done for this country all by myself, not with my military, not with my advisors, I'm bigger than Jesus Christ. Give me a fucking break. (laughs) I mean, what did you think about when Donald Trump stepped in on Twitter? First of all, Mm -hmm. I'll say one other thing. When he stepped in on Twitter, he may have sealed Roger Stone's fate, period, because the D- Department of Justice or the prosecutors do not decide how much jail time you get. A judge does, and Donald Trump correct. has nothing over this judge, and I bet Amy it pissed her Thurman off. Jackson is a Article II judge, so she is a district court judge for the federal district court in the United States, and um, – he cannot remove her from office. He does not have the authority to remove her from office. The only way that she can be removed from office is if she is impeached following a conviction in the Senate of the United, of the United States. So you're absolutely correct there, that he has no authority over her. But it's a chilling effect, okay? Um, the reason why William Barr is so incredibly dangerous is the chilling effect that this will have on future prosecutions, okay? Um, Those four prosecutors, including Andrew Weissman, who is a brilliant, brilliant lawyer who I know personally, um, who resigned the other day. Will he come on our show? Those people are are the best of the best, okay? We want them prosecuting white-collar criminals in Washington, D.C. courtrooms. That's what they're for – them to resign because they were overruled by their boss for a personal favor by his boss is it, – it sends a terrible message, but it's their only choice. Do um, you think this guy would might come on the show almost? Almost certainly not, sir. Um, okay. <laughs> 
He's, well, let me tell you um, something. Every time we yeah. see things in the news, we send mm-hmm. press releases. I'm, I've, whatever I did my story about the White House and the impeachment and stuff, we actually sent a yeah. letter. We emailed a letter to the White House seeing if they had any comment. They responded back <laughs> with nothing. Yeah. Because, you know, they don't and, care. And, you know, that's another kind of point where they're, they're you, you know, the norms that are being – so what is it showing? What is that, that – it's showing that the norm is broken down. Sure, President Trump is technically allowed to pardon his campaign manager. Yes, it is quote-unquote legal for President Trump to pardon Paul Manafort, who was convicted by a jury. Okay? But it's – it destroys the norms. It destroys America's faith in its institutions and the rule of law. And the same thing when um, Barr overrules the experienced prosecutors in their sentencing uh, recommendation. Um, it, it makes the rule of law weaker. Hey, almost. this is and, really important yes, what you're saying. We need to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. We're only going to do one, sure. one commercial, and we'll be right mm-hmm. back. This is All You Need to Know Radio with your host. John Hollywood. We are here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. live on Blog Talk Radio. And we also have the just incredible honor of having almost War Wrench with Warwick and Nunn, our best injustice guy. And he tells you how it is. And even though Donald Trump is not being held to the standards of the law, he certainly knows the law. This is John Hollywood. No touch that dial. We'll be right back. everybody if you don't know who that is that is the one and only madonna who at 61 years old just got her top it's not i don't know if it's number one but her top hit on billboard magazine her 50th hit can you believe that almost 50th hit madonna's an incredible woman an incredible performer she does need to sit down though because on her last tour she had to cancel like five or six shows because she physically got hurt and she's not mm. like she used to be. <laughs> right. Okay, let's go ahead and finish yeah. this up. So you were talking yes, about – do you remember what you were, what you were talking about? Yeah, I was, I was basically talking about the rules and the norm, the rule of law and the norms and how Bill Barr, by overturning his prosecutor's recommendation and then having these four – you know, it's reported as the news, four prosecutors resigned. But which four prosecutors? That's very important. These guys were super skilled at the peak of their power, at the, the top of their career. 
prosecuting white collar criminals in Washington D.C. I'm I'm this hearing it's going to be need. between I'm hearing it's going to be between thirty and forty prosecutors that are actually going to resign. It's that they're that. I wouldn't be off. surprised. I, I mean, wouldn't either. I would. You know. Go ahead. I'm, well, you, you just. You know that you know this when you're preparing for a case. You spend a lot of your personal time. You lose time with your family, and yep. then you, when you prove your case and you win the case in court for some mm-hmm. sleaze bag guy that has not, doesn't know anything about the law, doesn't know anything about how to spell, how to treat women. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on to do right. what he. And he doesn't even know how to say, "Gentlemen, start your engines." It's the wrong thing you say at the 500. Whatever, <laughs> we'll move on from that. Well, let me say something any- else about what Billy, what what William Barr and Donald Trump did. Actually, what Donald Trump did earlier today, which I think kind of goes to my to your point that he's a bumbling idiot, and also to my point that it's a really really dangerous time for the rule of law. The Constitution quite literally sets forth that the president appoints the attorney general, and the attorney general is the top law enforcement officer of the United States. It's clear that the president appoints the attorney general, and the attorney general makes those prosecutorial decisions. Okay? That's what it says literally in the text of the Constitution. Donald Trump today on the tarmac of the Air Force Base when he was announcing his pardons said – Oh, God. I, I, I am remember the top this. law enforcement officer of the United States. He said that Which he is was bullshit. That's bullshit. Not the attorney general. Exactly. He – there – you know – what is what does the breakdown of the rule of law look like? It looks like the federal judiciary being unable to check a runaway executive and the legislature refusing to check a runaway executive. Well, well you know in twenty twenty that's gonna, Yeah, in twenty twenty that's gonna be a bloodbath for the GOP. The, the voters are not going to forget it. They're not going to forget it at I, all. Trust me. I hope we have a free and fair election and a safe and nonviolent transition of power because I agree me, with you that Donald Trump is you. unpopular. I have been doing a lot of research. Like Donald Trump refuses to leave the White House. They're ready yes. for that. In fact, they're hoping well, for I, that. I, you say that, but it's, you know, it's, I'm really – I repeated this – I said this the last time I was on the show, I think two weeks ago, and I'm happy to see that some other people in the media um, are picking up on this very real possibility. You know, I, I hear Bill Maher beating this drum hard. I think he's not going to leave. I don't know if he's going to allow free and fair elections to occur. We know he's going to try to meddle. But, I mean, I wouldn't be terribly surprised if he attempted to suspend the election. Um, I wouldn't be terribly surprised if after the election occurred, if it became clear that he lost, he refused to concede and called for, you know, years of recounts in court cases. I don't think he's going to leave. It is scary. I don't think he's going to leave either, but I want just Mm -hmm. the contacts and things that I have in D.C., they are praying yep. that he does that. And what the thing is is that we we have to beat him by a margin that there's nothing we that can be disputed. 
Right. I ag- I agree with you, and that was actually the same. This, this, that's the same thing that I said to you the other day. Um, that the ultimate way to resolve the issue is by beating him with eighty percent of the popular vote. Um, you know, a I think that that's unlikely to happen, um, but b. <laughs> The popular vote is not what actually matters. What actually matters is the Electoral College vote, and there is no way around it. The Electoral College is going to be close. I mean – But isn't the Electoral College really set up to benefit the the, the, the Democrats? It's weird. It's set up to it, – it gives unequal power. It's a, it's a non-democratic institution that gives unequal power to um, – land over people so um you know there's also the first past the post nature of electoral college voting where you know for example donald trump gets one more vote than bernie sanders or whoever the democratic nominee is in texas and donald trump gets all 34 electors even though the vote was actually basically 50 50 um so, you know, the Electoral College makes the real question not can we beat Donald Trump by 80% nationwide with, you know, 95% of the vote in California and New York, but can we beat Donald Trump by greater than 50% of the vote in Pennsylvania and Ohio and Almost Florida <laughs> and North Carolina? Have, have you looked mm-hmm. at his numbers, though? I mean, yeah. he doesn't. He and, and what I'm hearing is when you hear about these really huge crowds that are showing up and people are standing outside, I'm hearing those people are being paid. Like there was the last place – I don't know if you saw this article or not – where he gave mm-hmm. some kind of speech, and he – Air Force One landed, and all these people were Concord, around New it. Hampshire, I saw it. And it was a photo from 2014, and they mm-hmm. deleted it, but what asses they look. So um, here's <laughs> – Here's it. Here's your two-minute warning. You have the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, sir. So, um, big picture, what do I see coming over the course of the next six months to the run-up to the November 2020 election? I see um, Donald Trump and William Barr and the Department of Justice and the GOP continuing to run rampant and attempt to cheat, lie, steal, and spread disinformation to attempt to sway the election in their favor. I see uh, the DNC, too, but failing to nominate someone other than Bernie Sanders. I see Bernie Sanders becoming the Democratic nominee and I disagree. defeating Trump and defeating Trump in a small uh, by a small margin in the general election. Then Trump refusing to leave, and we have a crisis. I do think that there are other possibilities, but that is my prediction. Or what we're seeing in the next eight months. Okay, so I know you did your two-minute warning, but let You're me ask fine. you one I'll question. I'll talk to you about politics. We didn't talk about the DNC very much today. Do you ha- believe that Matt, Mike Bloomberg's strategy of the way he's doing it, because he's he's number two on the polls, national polls now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you think he has a chance of being the actual nominee like we predicted? I actually don't think he will be because I think his record will catch up to him, and a lot of voters who are hearing, you know, seeing his his blanket wall-to-wall advertisements um, are seeing, you know, these false endorsements from Obama and things like that are not fully aware 
of his um, pretty nasty history. I mean, he was a rep- registered Republican literally two years ago. He gave millions of dollars to reelect a Republican senator from Pennsylvania, Pat Toomey. He also has serious, serious problems with um, racism and sexism and climate change issues, and he just really doesn't act like a Democrat. And I think that his record will catch up to him, and he is unlikely to be the nominee. I do think he will siphon enough votes and win enough delegates that he's viable at the convention, but I don't expect him to get more than something like 20% of the delegates going into the convention. The real question is, can Sanders get better than 50% of the delegates going into the convention? And I'm not I'm, certain. If it, I'm mm-hmm. scared of Sanders almost. He, he's, he's, too, he's too drastic. And for the average American, they're not ready for socialism in this way. I just don't think we're there yet. And I'm, well, let, I'm let me really talk nervous. to you about that off the air another time. I, okay. I do want to I do want to kind of wrap this show up, but I, I do Let's think do that, that. Um, I, I do think that um, some of his ideas are presented as more radical than they really are. Um, okay. And I, I would really that, be interested in talking yeah. about that then. Yeah, we'll, All let's, right, let's guys, do it off so here. Anyway, thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. This was um, this is almost Warridge with Warridge and none nine seven two eight six three. 9592. Thank you so much for joining us, almost. It, that guys, they specialize in personal injury, real estate, and business transactions. Real estate and business litigation. Litigation being the strong word there, guys. When you go represent yourself in court, even though I kind of make fun of it a little bit, because I actually really do enjoy it. My brother is a lawyer, but it's hard. And if you don't know what procedures to follow, you can lose a case quicker than you even know. So if you need any help in any legal capacity, these rock stars are your phone number that you need to call. 972-863-9592. This is All You Need to Know Radio with John Hollywood. And uh, please follow us on social media at Facebook, All You Need to Know Radio, Internet, of uh, Instagram on All You Need to Know Radio. We're now on Snapchat. We're now on Twitter. We're now on Tumblr. If you, if there is a social media platform, we are there. So thank you so much, and do not touch that dial. We'll be back with the rest of the show. We were on fire. I touched your tires. It's like we.
and holding it tight. Emotional touch, touching my skin, and asking you to do what you've been doing all over again. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Don't think I can keep it all in. I just gotta let you know what it is that won't let me.
when I was like 17, 18 years old. I made like $5.75 an hour. But let me tell you yeah. something. I showed up and I opened the gym and I taught aerobics. I taught water aerobics. And it was so much fun. It really, really was. Okay, so let's move on to our emails that we have received from you because you've been so quite busy doing some photo shoots and things like that. Do you want to throw anything out there and let our listeners know what they should be looking for your pictures in? Or can you, by the way? Uh, I mean, as far as my pictures, uh, I don't I don't really have anything going on now other than just my normal social media activity um, and any, any company that I might be sponsored by that may be putting stuff out there, which is the Sun Warrior Company, which is the vegan one, and the CBD oil company. So I don't really have anything new coming out quite yet. Okay. Well, I like that because that's very honest. All right. Are you ready for email number one? <laughs> yes. Okay, this email, it's kind of emotional. When I read it, it kind of made me cry. It says, Tim, my husband will not be supportive in any way of me trying to take, lose weight. He makes fun of me when I, when I make small dinners or make small portions of dinners. And I go in tears and cry in the bedroom because all I'm trying to do is to make a better person for me and ultimately for him. How can I make him realize that this is really for both of us. Yeah, it's uh, super emotional. Um, but you know, she's not alone. I mean, I've seen I've seen so many people uh, have issues with this with their significant other, their partners, or whatever it might be. Um, I think the thing you get to do in this situation is you try to get your partner to come aboard. I mean, if you're doing personal training, try to bring your partner. If you're going for walks, try to bring your partner. Uh, just open up the dialogue and try to have communication with your partner on how important being healthy and as a side effect being fit is by doing the things that you're doing, which is eating healthier and exercising and things like that. If your partner still doesn't want to listen, maybe you try couples therapy. Uh, I'm really big on therapy, whether you're going through stuff or not. So uh, if it's talking about exercise and fitness and why it's important, that could be beneficial to have a third party there uh, to help you guys talk through it and see if there can be like a, a middle ground to it all. Boy, on another subject, everything I'm going on in my life, I may be in therapy pretty quick to my personal life. We'll talk <laughs> about that later. Um, and I've been, I've, I agree with you. I've been in therapy before, and it was not a bad thing for me. I mean, everybody, there's a stigmatism that's attached to it, I think. And I don't think it needs oh, to be. sure. Okay, so you're – your advice is for her to try to be a part of it. You know, I would, I would throw in there and see what you think, Tim, is would it be a good way for her to maybe just, Hey, if you don't want to go work out, let's just go walk around the block. Yeah. I think, I think any way that she can get him included on anything, whether it's maybe he, he had, maybe he played sports in college or played tennis at one point, maybe she goes out and plays tennis with him and, you know, get him in an environment where he feels comfortable he or she might feel comfortable and then maybe the communication can be a little bit better. I think it's kind of seeing eye to eye and then having a, a good talk about it. Yes, sir. Communication is very important. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think communicate. I mean, communication is important, whether you're in a relationship, talking to your friends, your family, your boss, your coworkers, uh, even your pets. I think, I think communication is probably key to, keeping most relationships healthy. 
Absolutely. Um, this this next question is uh, kind of about a relationship in health, which I I'm really I, I want to send hats out to our to our listeners from All You Need to Know Radio. From me to you, and I'm sure Tim uh, would agree with this, we are so uh, impressed by your questions because normally when you do these questions and answers, they're very cheesy. And these have been very, very informative and educating uh, questions that people really are scared to ask, but they're asking them, and I think it's great. Here we go. You ready for question number three? I'm kind of nervous. Does working out and getting in better shape improve your uh, performance in bed? <laughs> yeah, uh, I told you, man. I told you these are some crazy, crazy questions. I kind of wish I knew who was asking these questions because these are these are really good questions. Yeah, I think I think anytime um, you are a little bit more fit, more tone, your cardiovascular system system is a little bit better. Um, I think it can definitely improve your sex life. Uh, well, I mean, your cardiovascular system what, would give you more stamina, wouldn't it? Definitely increase in your your stamina. Um, yeah, I, I think I think just being more fit and from working out and stuff is definitely going to help your sex life. Uh, honestly, John, I don't, I haven't. There hasn't been a time in uh, my life where I haven't been so fit. So I don't really really know what to compare it to. But I can imagine uh, being healthy, having your hormones in check, uh, having good cardio and things like that are definitely going to increase and improve your sex life. It's just going to make it better all around. And it, you know, it's almost a question that is self-identifying, but hearing someone with your education and your knowledge tell them that, I bet it really helps. Okay, so this is one question that I kind of held back, but we still have a few more. But I'm going to throw this one in here, and you kind of already know what it is. <laughs> um, it's very tastefully written, so I'm just going to read straight from it. It says, um, Mr. McCumpsey. Obviously, with the pictures that I have seen you on all your social media, you are a drop-dead gorgeous guy. Are you hit on more by women, or are you hit on more by men? And <laughs> either answer, are you flattered, or do you find it disrespectful? Um, I, I mean, I think, yes, I'm hit on by men and women. Um, I guess it is I think flattery. I hit on you when I first met you. He's straight, everybody. You don't play that game. Go ahead. I am, I am straight. So yeah, I mean, I get hit on by men and women. It is flattering, but I don't really, I don't really see it that way anymore. Because to me, it's more about, but it's fine if people think I'm good looking or I'm hot or whatever this and that like. But to me, I know it's more about personality. It's about um, how you can talk to someone. There's a deeper connection. So it's like. I, I, for one, I don't want someone just to be attracted to me based on my looks. I want someone to say, oh, my God, you're hot. I'm attracted, but I want to get to know who you are. I want to see what your personality is like. I want to see what your life is like. I want to see what Tim likes. And that, to and me, ladies, that's if hot. you're listening that's to me to out me. there, if you're listening to me, uh, if you're looking for someone like Tim or, or Tim, uh, trying to impress him by making him think you're into working out and you really have done this all your life and this has been a goal, he sees right through that. And that is a hard yeah. turnoff for Tim. I know that for sure. Yeah. Okay, so next question is um, – go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, base, so basically it's, it's fine. It's flattering. Um, but, you know, I, I can be friends with whoever, whatnot. But you're right. I can I can read through the kind of what people really want and stuff so, like that. But um, it's always good, John. But, but yeah, let's go well, ahead. just know – the next question. <laughs> just knowing you the way I know you, you're a people person, and when you're a people person like you and I both are, 
it comes with the mm, I don't know if it's curse or if it's a it, it's something good, but I can read through people the minute I meet them. I mean, I know they're they're trying to play me or I know they're lying to me. I mean, there are so many people in my life that lie to me that are very close to me and I catch them every single time they lie to me. So, anyway, next question is um I am a single woman. I'm in my late 40s. I'm scared to death to go to any gym. I've gone to Gold's Gym, and I have gone to 24-hour fitness, and I feel very intimidated when I go into the gym. Do you have any advice how that could, I could change my thoughts in the way when I go into the gym and feel more comfortable like I belong there? Yeah, just know you're not alone. Um, everyone feels intimidated when they go to a gym. Everyone feels insecure when they go to a gym. Honestly, I feel if I go to a new gym, um, if I pop into a new Lifetime Fitness or something, and I walk in, I'm intimidated. Uh, even though I, I think I know what I'm doing, but just but what do you, just knowing that uh, I'm, I'm interested in this. What are you intimidated by? The body, the way, it, the proportions. What, what are you What are you intimidated by? No, I'm intimidated that I'm, I'm walking into another territory, and I. It's like usually when you go to a gym, people have their habits and patterns, right? So every day at five o'clock, you usually see the same people at five a.m. You see the same people. At 5 p.m., it's like everyone has their habits, so it's like you're walking into someone else's territory, and it's like, oh, my gosh, like am I stepping on someone's toes? Or is someone else just be using this? Like uh, who is watching me? Do I know somebody here? Like, So I, I feel somewhat intimidated by it. So I know I know from me training a lot of clients over the years and, and in different gyms, a lot of my clients have felt the same. So uh, whoever you are, no matter what you look like, we're all intimidated, and you're not alone. So the good thing about that is you just show up, you do your thing, and everyone respects the fact that you're actually there. You're working on your health. You're exercising. You're trying to make a difference for yourself. You're trying to feel better, uh, mental clarity, physical clarity, things like that. So uh, my understanding is when we see people who feel out of place in the gym, we have much respect for you. You know, this, this email actually really kind of uh, – I've actually uh, experienced this, and, th and this email says – Tim, when I'm in the, the uh, gym, and I'll go ahead and say the gym is 24-hour fitness, I notice older people doing the weights improperly to the point that I, it, I can tell it's probably hurting their, their back or, or something just for the proper of not having uh, correct form. Uh, I approached someone one time, and this old man literally cussed me out. But I approached another woman, and she was very thankful, and or she, and she told me thank you for helping me because I my back was having uh, problems. What do you think right. about that? Is it some is it is it an individual's right to appro approach someone in a gym and say, hey, you're not? I don't know how they, I'm not sure how they're approaching them. I have actually done it before when I was at 24 Hour Fitness a few weeks ago, and I saw a man in his 60s. Uh, and he was trying to do uh, bent over rows with way too much weight. And he was so excited that he was being able to be able to get it off the ground. But you could just tell his body really could crack at any time. So I was like, you know, you might want to get a weight belt or something just, you know, just to make sure you take care of yourself. Because doing a lot of weight is not the way that you that you win at this. It's the form. And you need to have the form so so uh, uh, properly or – you're, list, you're lifting dead weight, and you're not going to build anything with it, and you're probably going to hurt yourself. And he actually thanked me, and then I was in there the next day, and I had a big smile on my face because instead of two 45s on each side, 
He had two twenty fives on each side, and his form was impeccable. That's awesome. Yep. I mean, it's tricky. It's tricky when you see people doing something wrong in your eyes, or you know, in your own eyes or whatever. Because um, some people are so trained to be doing that way for years, um, they might have learned it from something, someone somewhere, so they think it's right. And then you have the ego that goes with it. So some people just have the ego already that they're doing everything right, um, and that they're that they're Mister or Mrs. Know It All. So. I think it is tricky approaching people. I think there's a way to do it properly. I mean, if you're really nice and sincere about it, I think people are open-minded. And then if you can actually show them the really correct way to do it, um, it can go a long way. But I think there's a way to do it correctly for sure. All right, my friend. So thank you. Uh, that was a, uh, these were, those were all e- great email questions. Thank you, everybody, that did participate in that. You actually can send more to allyouneedtoknowradio at gmail.com in the, in the uh, subject matter put Tim. And uh, you can all go, go to Tim McComsey at on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. Uh, we, when we put him on any of our social media, of course, I go through and pick, and pick out the hottest pictures. <laughs> but I pick out the pictures also that are not only hot, but they show your physique. And that's what this new segment is about. It's about teaching people how to expand and how to grow and what they can become if they actually have the discipline. And that's, my friend, what I love so much about you is your discipline. But that's your, this is your two-minute warning, so go ahead because we are out of time and tell people – you have the floor, whatever you want to tell them. Give them some advice. What would you tell somebody on a first time or something? This is Tim McCunsey, guys. I just want to thank everyone that's uh, chiming in with the questions, emailing us questions. Um, I appreciate it. I look forward to it on a weekly basis. Uh, and I'm sorry that I've been a little bit busy the last two weeks or so. Uh, sometimes life just gets in the way. But trust me, if there's will, there's a way. So I'm going to do better at this. Um, and as far as you working out, eating healthy, uh, you guys, I'm in your corner. Ask me any questions you want next week about any more tips that you want, health tips, fitness tips, uh, pretty much anything wellness-related. Uh, let me know your questions, and we'll go from there. That's right. All right, guys, this was All You Need to Know Radio's fitness expert, fitness expert in the world, in our opinion, Tim McCunsby, TriFit. Give, 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 that a, give that email, uh, actually, the website and stuff, because I actually noticed, uh, and we've been tagging that Facebook page also on all of your, the stuff we post about you. So, And it's actually a really cool website. But tell people how they can contact you if they'd like to train with you. Yeah, so my website, you guys can easily go to my website, www.trimfit.com. Uh, you go to the website, you should find most of my information there. And probably one of the better ways to get a hold of me is through Instagram, which is my name, Tim McComsey, or Tim McComsey, all one word. So T-I-M-M-C-C-O-M-S-E-Y. And then my email is Tim McComsey at Gmail. So just search Tim McComsey in Google and you'll find me somewhere. Hey, guys, I'm going to throw this out here, Tim. I hope you don't hate me for this. Everybody that follows Tim on that uh, Instagram that he just gave you in the next hour, Tim will follow you back. Right, buddy? We got it. I'll do it. All right. All right, my friend. Until next week, who knows what we're going to get. Once again, this is All You Need to Know Radio's fitness expert, Time with Tim. Uh, And it is heard every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And join us every Thursday so we can teach you some new things that can actually make your health, your body, your stamina, 
and your very life better. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Say goodnight, Tim. Good night, everybody. All right, guys, don't touch that dial. We are going to be right back.
nowhere. And I really don't even know if you guys are being able to hear anything of what I just said. So let me repeat that since I see, yes, you're saying you can't hear me. Uh, the microphone, something happened with it, and I don't have anybody in here to help me right now um, because I don't want to bother anybody from watching TV. Uh, but the bottom line is is that um, Madonna was our um, entertainment watch segment. Madonna uh, just finished a tour. I believe it's her final big tour. I really do. She's in her 60s, and, you know, she, she's worth a billion dollars. There's no reason for her to go out on the road and put her family and her, her mind and her body in all that danger. As much as I love it, I'm glad she, dropped, she stopped the tour. However, that tour made $355 million, and not one show did not sell out, and not one stadium show. So that's Madonna. So, let's talk about our song pick of the week. Our song pick of the week is by Green Day, and it's called Father of All, and it bows in in the top ten as Rhody Rich takes the lead. But on Billboard, uh, on Billboard right now, this brand new song from Green Day, Father of, is the song pick of the week of All You Need to Know Radio. And guess what, guys? It's new, and it's dangerous, and it's in your face, and it's our song pick of the week, and it's Father of All by the incredible group Green Day, by, which is, by the way, a band we don't normally play on the station, but I really like this song. Take a listen. So that was Green Day, Father of All, our song pick of the week. Now I've got a very special treat for you. He will kill me when he finds out I've done this, but I've known him 24 years. Um, an incredible man, incredible heart, beautiful man. And uh, he has been a major comeback in life. You know, everybody says that when you're, when you're down, you're down. And when you're down, you can sit in a room all day long by yourself and just ponder about how horrible your life is. Or you actually can get up and do something about it. And Ty Herndon actually decided that after trying to go apply for a job at Home Depot, can you imagine seeing Ty Herndon at Home Depot? I can't. I'd bring him and come and hire him myself. However, um, he walked out to his truck. And he said, uh, you know what, he heard, I forgot what song he heard because he told this interview on the day that he came out on Entertainment Tonight. Uh, and I don't remember what, what it was. Uh, 
But when he got in there, I mean, it might have been Merle Haggard or something like that. It was a country legend. Who? It was Carrie Underwood. That's right, because he went on. Uh, Copperhead just reminded me that that is uh, – he's so right. Thank you. Um, Carrie Underwood did that song, So Small, which, you know, was a number one hit for her. On Ty's brand new album, he actually covered that song, and Carrie Underwood tweeted that she loved his version. And what was more important in the song was the video that he did for the song. But Ty released a whole album called um, – and I didn't get this either. Copperhead actually had to explain this to me. But I think it was called Covers – or Covered. I think it was called Covered. And uh, basically what it was was a bunch of covers of all of his hits. So he does not know that I'm doing this right now, but I'm going to give you uh, – this is off of his Instagram at uh, Ty Herndon Official. Take a listen. Okay, guys, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio, and I wanted to give you guys a special treat. Um, one of my really good friends and success, one of the most successful country artists that I know has several number one hits, uh, is an amazing guy, amazing heart, got an amazing man. And he is the first openly gay country music singer. And he's not exploiting that. I mean, he does not want to be known as that. He wants to be known for his music, just like he did back in 1995, I believe, when he released his very first single, What Mattered Most. Well, today I'm going to give you a treat, and that is that Ty had a hit called uh, Heart Half Empty that he originally did with Stephanie Bentley. And it was when Ty was going through all the things that he was going through, so they never actually released the song. Well, Ty is in Hawaii, and he and Cher and Shelly Fairchild, which I love her, she's amazing. Um, I'm going to read what he says on face on Instagram, and then I'm going to play you uh, the snippet from it. It says, "At Shelly Fairchild and I recently recorded this past hit." It was originally a hit for me with the amazing Stephanie Bentley music. A little different take on the first version, but I love both of these women so much. Check out the new version, on, on and, it's, and it is on... Let me start over. I'm getting a little beclimped because I really... This song really, really... And Ty can tell you if, if you ever do. I really loved this song because it showed a vulnerable side of Ty that a lot of people don't get to see. It was pretty incredible, the video. Also, Ty surprised me at Country 2000 at a sold-out show. I'm never going to forget this. I was in the VIP section with his mom and his boyfriend at the time, and Stephanie Bentley, for whatever reason, was not able to come and do the song. <coughs> Excuse me, and that, and that was a, um, you know, it's a duet. You have to have somebody to do it. So Ty would not tell me who it was going to be, but so I was like, okay, I don't like surprises like this, but we'll see what we can do. So um, Ty starts singing the, the, the ballad of how it starts and everything, and when the uh, person that sings the woman's part comes on, guess who it is? Are you guessing? The one and only Lee Ann Rhymes. And she took this song to another level, in my opinion. But I really like this version that they reported, that they recorded, excuse me. Shelly Fairchild is an incredible artist in herself. Check out this new version and then run. Don't 
walk and go ahead and download it at every outlet you can download it on. Go to iTunes, go to Google Play, go to Spotify, go everywhere you can listen to music. We'll be posting this also. But uh, here you go is Mr. Herndon and Shelly Fairchild. guys so that was the treat for you from all you need to know radio ty herndon i love you so much i'm so proud of everything that you're doing he's involved with the trevor project he he has really really he's really come back in a great way and you know he said something to me when i was in nashville that just touched my heart so much and i'm going to share it with you and he looked me in the eyes and he said i've known you for a very very long time john but I've never seen the real you until tonight. And I see a beautiful heart inside a beautiful man. And it almost made me cry. I love you, Ty. Don't touch that dial, guys. We'll be right back. Because 
I was always on the dance floor at the end of the night. You know, you may think I'm this prim and proper person, but I am not. I am very well known as someone who was varsity in the party scene in Dallas, Texas. And I'm very proud to say I am no longer a part of that because the people out there that are pretending to be varsity now, they're no, they don't, you can't touch us. No, and it's not for any other reason than that you've gotten smarter. You know, back when I was in the partying days, you partied your ass off, and I watched a lot of people actually die from B overdoses, not B, not B, GHB. And Dr. Christopher Mann actually spent his own money and did everything that he could do to go to every single circuit party, putting medics together, trying to save kids' lives that did not understand they were being date raped, that they did not know they were purposely being overdosed. And if you have never seen someone converse and scream like a chicken or scream like a pterodactyl or throw things around in the bed or bounce around, it, it's really fucking scary. And um, I've seen it a lot more than I appear to ever see it. So if you're going to do drugs, do drugs responsibly. But for me, this song means a lot. And every day, I want you to wake up and ask yourself, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Thank you for making history with All You Need to Know Radio. And our entire show has been live on Facebook. So let's thank Mark Zuckerberg. But Mark Zuckerberg stopped selling our information. Grow up, my friend. I actually know a really good friend of yours. I'm not going to say his name, but because you actually helped me in a pretty bad situation. Anyway, I'm actually going to start the song completely over. It would behoove you to listen to the entire song because it has an incredible meaning. I will be back on the air in about five minutes to see if there's anybody that would like to talk about the show for the after show. The very first after show of All You Need to Know Radio, another first, but I enjoy this. This is what I do. Once again, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Good night. Live from Dallas, Texas, I'm John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. Remember, keep reaching for the stars because that's where they all begin. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love how to make your dreams come true, and for God's sake, do not let them control your life. Good night. I look into the window of my mind Reflections of the fears I know I've left behind I'm part of the
Yeah, so do it today, yeah Cause I can see you 